I spent the last three years learning from some of the best business minds inside the game of basketball. And now I've left my nine to five to create freedom and have fun while doing it. So the question is, how are hoopers and basketball fanatics like us using those same skills that gave us success on the court to give us success in our new sport of business? This podcast will give you the answer. Join me as I learn, apply, share knowledge, and change lives through the game that changed mine. My name is Myson Jones, and welcome to the Basketball to Business Podcast. I am not a philosopher, but I do believe there is a certain level of peace that comes with acceptance. Now, sometimes that acceptance may be something that's negative, but nonetheless, I do think there is a dose of peace with that acceptance. And one of the things that I've had to accept as of late is the fact that, you know, Myson Jones, you may not be building a huge basketball training business. And yes, we do have teammates. Yes, there are interns. Yes, there are contractors who help out. But when we think, when I think about a business, I think of something that can run without you. And the reality for most of us basketball trainers is that this, our business does not run without us, or at least it doesn't run as efficiently or as effectively in our minds or in reality. And that's something that that I've accepted. And I've called myself a glorified freelancer in the past, not out of disrespect, but out of reality. The fact that it's okay to be a freelancer. Seth Golden has some uh, really good podcasts and thoughts on freelancing that uh, I, I haven't really dove into, but I'm excited to and eager to actually listen to. But again, it's cool. We are freelancers. And some of you guys have already known that and have accepted that and have taken pride in that. It, it's just guys like me who <laughs> like business a lot and want to eventually build a big one. And you know, I, I came to this, to this realization, I felt it first, but then, you know, I, I have a coach, I have a coach who, uh, you know, told me straight up, you are a business coach, that is, you are saying you want to scale something, but what you're really doing with the basketball training business, i.e. looking at homeschool partnerships, homeschool organizations that want to train, i.e., uh, trying to soak up as much as we can while we're in these busy months of the summer before going back to school, which who knows what that's going to look like. Are the kids going to go back to school full time? Are they going to go back with all e-learning and virtual learning? Is it going to be a hybrid? All these things, all these strategies, uh, all these goals for growth. In the past, I would have said scale, but it's not scale. That's, that's the wrong vocabulary. We are growing our basketball training business. Scaling is what the plan is with Hoops Institute, with the software that all of us basketball trainers really need, which is in the process, which is in the works. But all that being said, we are freelancers. You may not be a freelancer listening to this who has a big business, who has employees. Side note, a part of this realization comes after the fact that, you know, it's it's tough to legally, legally, have employees or have contractors that are basketball trainers that work with you, for you, whatever you want to call it. Technically, with the new laws, from what I've heard from a CPA, if you're telling someone how much you're paying them, if you're providing the equipment, if you're telling them the hours that they need to work, if you're providing them a place to work, they are an employee. 
They are an employee. And I know some other centers and sports complexes who classify their teammates or their workers as 1099s, but I'd be willing to bet that they are dabbling closer to that line than what they expect or what want, uh, especially when it comes to the IRS. So all that being said, I'm taking pride. I'm excited about my freelancer identity, and I hope you guys are excited about your freelancer identity too because it you can still have a lot of the same perks as one would when you are an employee. You can still purchase your benefits. You can still invest in an IRA. You can still invest in a 401B, all these investment opportunities. You can still have a high relative income, meaning what you make per hour is really well, then probably better than what you made in corporate. But the absolute income may not be, meaning your salary, what you're making in the entire year. Because, of course, we know that basketball training is very seasonal, which is, uh, I don't know, that's going to be interesting this year, especially with COVID in mind, to, to figure out what happens or how do you still not just break even, but run profitably and serve a lot of kids, a lot of athletes, even when they're back in school. All these thoughts uh, just coming together that I wanted to share. Take pride in your freelancer identity and uh, let's plan for August so that things don't drop off as much as they can or they have in the past. Those are my thoughts. Hope this helps at least one of you guys out there. And I will catch you on the next episode. Yo, hope that podcast gave you some value. If it did, please rate, review, and subscribe to this. It only makes the podcast better. I read every single one. And at the very least, go join our group. You'll see the link in the description of this episode. And I will catch you on the next one.